Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the first letter of St. Peter. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who in his great mercy gave us a new birth to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you, who by the power of God are safeguarded through faith to a salvation that is ready to be revealed in the final time. In this you rejoice, although now for a little while, You may have to suffer through various trials, so that the genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold, that is perishable, even though tested by fire, may prove to be for praise, glory, and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Although you have not seen him, you love him. Even though you do not see him now, yet you believe in him. You rejoice with an indescribable and glorious joy as you attain the goal of faith the salvation of your souls. The word of the Lord. The Lord will remember his covenant forever. I will give thanks to the Lord with all my heart in the company and assembly of the just. Great are the works of the Lord, exquisite in all their delights. He has given food to those who fear him. He will forever be mindful of his covenant. He has made known to his people the power of his works, giving them the inheritance of the nations. He has sent deliverance to his people. He has ratified his covenant forever. Holy and awesome is his name. His praise endures forever. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. As Jesus was setting out on a journey, a man ran up, knelt down before him, and asked him, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus answered him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but God alone. You know the commandments. You shall not kill, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, you shall not defraud, honor your father and your mother. He replied and said to him, Teacher, all of these I have observed from my youth. Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said to him, You are lacking in one thing. Go, sell what you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. At that statement, his face fell, and he went away sad, for he had many possessions. Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, How hard it is for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were amazed at his words. So Jesus again said to them in reply, Children, how hard it is to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for one who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. They were exceedingly astonished and said among themselves, Then who can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, For men it is impossible, but not for God. All things are possible for God. The Gospel of the Lord. In this you rejoice, although now for a little while you may have to suffer through various trials. That was the apostle Peter, the bishop of Rome, writing around 64 AD. Our first pope was encouraging the upstart churches as it was no easy thing 
being a Christian in those days. Fairly soon after this letter was written, Peter would suffer and die. He would be crucified for being a Christian. But in the meantime, he was joyful and told others to be so as well. In God's great mercy and imperishable inheritance, undefiled and unfading, was waiting in heaven for anyone who desired it. But Peter inserted a little caveat, a stipulation or a condition for those interested in, in Christ's offer. It is this. We may have to suffer through various trials, but that will prove our faith genuine and help us attain the goal of faith, our salvation. Peter's little caveat was very important. Peter, the man who held the keys, was giving us a key to our salvation. He was telling us that suffering was not evil, but rather a mystery that configures us to Christ, who after all saved us by suffering. So what about suffering? Why does God allow it? A Dominican wrote, simply because he is asking us to take a little share in his passion. What appears to come by chance or from someone else always comes because God allows it. Every act in our Lord's life was a lesson for us. The greatest act in his life was his passion. This, then, is the greatest lesson for us. It teaches us that we, too, must suffer. God suffered all the dreadful pains of his passion for each one of us. How can we refuse to suffer a little for love of him? We will all suffer to varying degrees, undergo various trials, what then is the secret to happiness on earth? Is it the avoidance of all suffering? No, the secret to happiness is learning how to suffer. Some suffer calmly and serenely. Others get anxious at the slightest little hurt. It is just as if we had a sore arm or leg and rubbed it violently. It would become irritated and painful, whereas if we touch it gently, we soothe the irritation. The person who gets himself in the state of grace and praise profits from his sufferings. That is important to know. You see, the amount of suffering one endures is not necessarily advantageous for his salvation. One can suffer a lot but waste it. You can throw away the opportunity given by God. But when his suffering is offered to God, it can become meritorious. So that is what we do. We come to Holy Mass and crucify our selfishness and anxiety because we are Christians. We offer ourselves in the silence as Christ gently soothes the irritation. With genuine faith, we understand our suffering only lasts a little while as we make our way to our final destination, our ultimate goal, our imperishable inheritance in heaven. <laughs> 